Have you tried many times to change the way you react at work to difficult situations or with your loved ones? And you are so tired of this behavior. You are tired of being triggered. And maybe you've identified undesirable habits or ways of being that you seriously struggle with, such as self-sabotage or procrastination. But no course on changing habits or self-help books helped you to completely eliminate this behavior or way of being. Perhaps you wanted to introduce something new, like a New Year's Eve resolution, a new habit. Maybe you want to go to a gym twice a week, exercise, meditate, only to find out a few weeks later that you're out of that new habit. Your gym clothes haven't came out of your bag for weeks. If that sounds like you, then keep listening. Welcome to my podcast, You Can Be Unstoppable. My name is Evelina Szczawlewska and this is episode number 26. Have you ever wondered why change is so hard? You are so enthusiastic for the first few weeks and then you are back to where you started for the most part. Maybe you've attended conferences or today courses, read many books and watched many YouTube videos that promised to help you to change. And maybe they ask you to write down goals, your desires, and maybe they provided you with some tools. But a few years later, Maybe you've achieved one or two of those goals that you wrote down or introduced new habits. Most people don't achieve their goals. So why do you feel you are stuck in your career? You have worked so hard, pushed and pushed and worked some more and it seems like you hit that invisible glass ceiling over and over. You can't seem to be get over that invisible hurdle. Why is this? Why is change so hard? Why is creating something new difficult for some people? It all comes down to your mind. Our mind. The way it operates and processes information. So, imagine an iceberg. What you see on a surface is only about 5% of the overall iceberg. Most of it, the remaining 95% of that iceberg is below the surface that we can't see. And our mind is like that iceberg. Our logical Critical, reasoning, willpower, planning, the way we behave. It's the 5% that you see on top of the iceberg. It's the conscious mind that we are aware of. And this is the part of the brain that is engaged now because I am recording my podcast and you are listening to it sometime in the future. However, 
Most of the time we operate from the autopilot, which is the remaining 95% of the iceberg. And that is where all the important areas of us as a person are located. And that includes beliefs, habits, values, emotions. And this is the part that we are mostly unaware of. It's called the subconscious mind. It's below the level that we see or most of people are not really aware of what's going on in there. This part is incapable of reasoning and is always awake. It is much faster than the conscious mind and processes the information much, much faster. And this is crucial because this is why change is so hard. Change doesn't have to be hard if you don't want it to be, but and this is another conversation altogether. So going back to why change is hard for most people, we need to back up a little. You see, for the first seven years of our life, those few years are critical. This is when we create, we shape ourselves as a person. We learn who we are, we learn how to navigate the world, what is expected of us, we learn about the norms, the family rules are drilled into us, we observe and absorb, we learn how to love, how to communicate with others. Imagine that your mind is like a dry sponge that is filling up with water, filling up with all the information, so it's expanding as it's learning. Or you can think about this period as a loading of an operation system of the mind and the body is the hardware and we need both to function in perfect harmony, perfect coordination and what's happened, it, that's not the case for most of us. Uh, often the software comes with glitches that pops up every now and again and usually that happens when we least expect it or at a time where we really don't need it. To give you an example, imagine this. Maybe, perhaps, your dad, your mom, your granny, someone quite important to you when you were a little child snapped at you a few times in a shop because he wanted ice cream and maybe your dad, he, you know, he had his own problems with trying to figure out how to get money for the rent. And he was really stressed. But as a five-year-old, your critical, logical mind is not developed quite yet. So your interpretation of that situation, it's incorrect, so to speak. Because you interpret that situation with your emotions. And if that snapped at you a few times, then potentially you created a belief that there must be something wrong with you. You don't know, you can't comprehend what is really happening. So your interpretation is, well, if he snaps at me and I can't get the ice cream, that means I'm not lovable and not worthy of receiving. And then we create a a belief, something maybe along the lines of, I am not good enough to be loved. So I'm not lovable, so I'm not worthy to receive love and money. And years passed by and you live with this belief on a subconscious level. 
which is the iceberg below the surface of the water. And as we go through life, that belief gets stronger and stronger. And as we experience life, everything gets filtered through the subconscious mind where all those beliefs are located. So before we even consciously think about making a decision, we consciously think about what we want or don't want. The experience, the event, something that we are faced with is already filtered through a catalogue of events, of situations, beliefs, values in a subconscious mind. That's where the decision is made. And before you even consciously came to conclusion and you made decision, you actually haven't quite made the conscious decision because all that already got filtered through the subconscious mind, you know, the iceberg below the water. Although you may think you are making a conscious decision, that was decision was filtered through your past. So whatever happened to you in the past, whatever beliefs you have, will heavily influence that decision. Now, as a grown-up, you can seems to be getting into the habit of exercising. Maybe you indulge in an unhealthy food and you can seems to change that. Why? Because on a subconscious level, you don't believe that you are worthy of a great body of love. And since your mind, your subconscious mind believes that, it thinks that that way of behaving is in your best interest. It's your belief, it's your habit, and it's absolutely necessary to your survival. It's absolutely crucial that you keep that extra body weight. It's absolutely crucial that you sabotage your financial situation to keep you so because it's in your best interest based upon what's going on in your subconscious mind. Because whatever was going on, whatever you believe on the subconscious level, you know, the iceberg below the surface of the water, it's like an instruction manual for your life. It's like a blueprint for life. Also, our mind prefers what's familiar, known to the mind. Because that provides safety, perceived safety anyway. It helps the mind to predict how to act and behave. It helps the mind to preserve vital energy. So you automatically act and behave. So imagine in the morning when you wake up, you're not thinking, oh, what shall I do? Shall I maybe have a cup of tea or maybe shall I brush my teeth or hmm, what shall I do? You just automatically do the things time and time again. And the more you do them, the more habitual they become. So every time you try to change your mind, it goes into an overdrive as it doesn't know what's really happening. It tries to make you feel uncomfortable it throws your ego at you, it throws all the shoots, it throws all those I am not enough, it throws the inner critic at you, it throws all the who the hell am I. The mind will do anything to try to stop you from changing because it's very uncomfortable for the mind. And as soon as you revert back, you feel instantly better. And I say to you, when you feel very uncomfortable with change, this is a good sign because that means you are on the right track. Keep going. We have to make the mind comfortable with feeling uncomfortable because this is where the change, the growth, the expansion is happening. 
But why do we revert it back? It's because your subconscious actions are in contradiction with your subconscious values and beliefs. So when you want to change anything in your life and you have struggled for many years doing this, then you have to engage your subconscious mind and reinforce on a conscious level with self-awareness. It's a bit of a practice work involved in all this. The best to introduce and maintain change is through conscious and subconscious reprogramming. Because if you slip back or get triggered for any reason, being self-aware will help you catch this quickly and move your attention. I know that this is a lot of information and might be a bit complicated to people who don't quite understand subconscious mind, but please be assured that change doesn't have to be difficult. It can be as easy as you will want to make it to. First, come to understanding and awareness where this pattern originated from. Once you have the clarity of the root cause of your issue, you can quickly shift this permanently. And this is why I use hypnosis when I work with my clients. I use other tools as well, but hypnosis is my favorite because it's an excellent tool that allows me to access the subconscious mind of my clients and help them with the issues that they are facing. We can quickly identify the root cause of the issues that they are facing. Plus, change is going to be much easier once you have the clarity on what is that you want. Are you absolutely crystal clear what you want? Because if you are not, how do you know that you haven't got what you wanted or that you are stuck when you don't actually know what you want? So there is a combination of conscious work and subconscious reprogramming. When you combine those two, this provides a powerful mean of getting what you want from life. You see, I'm absolutely fascinated by what our mind is capable of. I'm absolutely blown away because it's capable of creating what we need exactly. It's able to heal us and it's able to make us ill. But there are tools and techniques that we can incorporate into our lives that will make much easier. However, knowing who we are, being aligned with ourselves, practicing self-awareness, dealing with our past emotional baggage and then moving on, it's one of the greatest tools that we can use. And then change is so much easier to incorporate and as I said earlier it doesn't have to be hard it's hard for most people because they don't understand how the mind operates once you know this and once you decide that change is easy it's much easier it's all about choice I hope that this episode helps you to understand that no matter where you are, you can turn your life around. Once you get very clear about what your goals are, what lights up your fire, you deal with your emotional past, you are able to create your new identity, your new way of being. Thank you very much for listening and if you think that this podcast is of value, then please share it with friends and family. If you are tired and frustrated with where your life is right now, 
you are doing and doing and pushing and pushing and you can't seem to figure out how to get ahead and you want to do less better and you feel like you should have all this figured out by now and you can absolutely cannot face another burnout then you can book a consultation with me by emailing evelina at bravingthebeing.com and you can find this email and my website in the description of this podcast.